Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today we're talking to you about some shows that we've never talked about before. We're back. There's no challenge. There's no Big Brother. There's no Survivor. There will be Bachelorette next week. But as for now, there's there's none of any of that. So we're talking about some new shows this week. And we're going to start with talking about Project Runway. I was so excited to see Project Runway on my DVR. I had no idea it was coming back. I had read that it had filmed, but like, I want to say at least a year ago, if not longer. And I- Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought that it was going to be something that like never actually aired. And I didn't (laughs) know it was an all-star season. I didn't, I had no idea. And so I, I'm, I'm super excited that it is an all-star season. I'm excited that we have people from season one. Um, Michelle, when was the last time you watched Project Runway? I, I think when I went back and looked, I think the last season I watched was season five, maybe season six, but I think probably season five, which was forever ago. Okay, so I didn't watch it back then, but I've watched a lot of the more, um, I mean, probably like 10 through now or something like that. So it's interesting that the seasons that we've seen before this are on season 20 now are um, just like completely opposite seasons. So we know of completely opposite cast members, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, and I think I'm looking now, I think. The reason I stopped watching is that it moved to Lifetime. Season five was on Bravo and then season six was on Lifetime. And I think once it moved to Lifetime, it got off my radar and I really never watched it again. Interesting. Because I, when I started watching it, it was on Lifetime. And then it switched back to Bravo. And I, I didn't care. So I just started watching it on Bravo. But that was like one of the only at the time Bravo shows that I watched. So let's get into this cast list. By the way, I never would have watched this in a million years if I wasn't sitting there watching. What was it? The Vanderpump Rules reunion that came on right before it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I never would have watched this. Never in a million years. But I started watching it just because it had the TV on. So. Oh, well, I'm glad you did. Um, So from season 18, they have Brittany Allen. Um, I remember Brittany. She did really well. I liked her. Um quite a bit actually she was she was really good she was one of the designers I was rooting for um I liked her based off the first two episodes to be honest with you I did like her a lot yeah she was she's great I think you're gonna like her a lot and the next person I think you're gonna like like a lot too um I'm not gosh I can't remember Prajay I think is how you say his name Oscar Jean Baptiste and he was in season 19 so the last season um he did really well and he has this like style where um it's just like super chic and so i'm excited to see um more of that this season um my favorite person on the cast that i've seen is laurence um, she was from season 15, 
And she has this like really cool like leather as aesthetic where she can make mm -hmm. like anything leather. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a pant. It doesn't matter if it's a dress. It doesn't matter if it's a jacket. I mean, she just, I, she just nails it every time. And her um, seams, seamsmanship, is that seam? Mm, I'm not sure what word I'm looking for. But she is very, very good at what she does. She's my favorite. Okay, you just made me want to go look at what she's made because I love, like, I have, like, leather blazers. I love incorporating leather. So I want to go look at what she's made. I mean, yeah, and you can see it, you can see it in the first challenge, how she kind of brought that um, back. And I was just, I was so excited. I was like, oh, man, like, this is going to be a great season. We're, this is all stars. Um, the next person is Fabio. He is was originally from season 10, um, but they said that he's been on, I think, three seasons. So Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I saw I saw them say that I was surprised he's been on so many seasons. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I was very excited to see him back because he's just one of those Project Runway names, you know? Um, the next person is Bishmay, and honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't really remember him much. I'm sure that if we keep getting flashbacks, I will, but for some reason, he just, like, wasn't somebody that stood out to me. But the next person is someone that I think you were familiar with was Jonathan um, Kane. Yeah, Kane. He goes by Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I when they showed him, I'm like, I don't remember him from season three. Then they show the flashbacks of what he used to look like. I'm like, oh, I absolutely remember. He just looks so different to me. I didn't recognize him, but yeah, I really liked him. Um, and he had a good first couple episodes here so good for him yeah for sure he had a very very strong sh showing in this um premiere and and i'm excited really excited to see him the next person is someone who i think both of us um kind of missed we don't, haven't seen her before her name is mila she was from season seven um yeah i don't i have no idea i didn't know who that was the next person is Rami from season four. You remember Which that? is so interesting because he was on the season with Christian. I feel like it's so awkward. It's um, going to be, and I love it. And they were the two top guys. Like they and he and I was it was neck and neck between these two guys, and they kind of had different styles. Um mm -hmm. I think it's gonna be really interesting seeing him with Christian because especially I think Christian was on Watch What Happens Live that night too with Shannon Bedore and Christian was kind of talking about how like they have some awkward encounters and ooh I don't know good I'm excited for that then Project Runway doesn't really usually get the drama so right Um. so the next person I think we both missed too that's Victor from season 9 yeah I don't know him do you remember Corto from season five? I, I did not. Like, I didn't remember that much. I think by season five, I wasn't as into it, but I did recognize her. 
Um, so then we have our season one people. We have Nora and Karasan. Both of them were from season one. And I just think it's so cool that they brought season one people on. I do too. I, I didn't remember Nora at all. I, I'm guessing... I don't know. She must not have been that memorable. But Karasan, as soon as I saw her, I couldn't believe it. She like she was my favorite. Fan. That's the reason why I kept watching the episode when I saw her. I was like, oh god, I got I gotta watch the show now because she was just my absolute favorite back then. I when I first saw Nora, I was either like I, I not first saw, but when we were like maybe halfway through, I, in my mind, I was like, okay, this girl is either going to go super far. Or she's going to get eliminated because she's getting a lot of screen time and they're making me like her. I felt the editing was terrible because I'm like, she does not have a chance to make it. I felt the same way. So then we have Hester from season 17. And I do remember Hester. Um, Hester has an aesthetic that is very... Um, different and it's just it's it's fun to watch her um make her designs and evolve throughout the seasons um she's very good at what she does but it's just like more non-traditional clothing and um I want to say like non-binary clothing maybe and maybe that's not even non-traditional it's just like um something that like I wouldn't wear you know yeah and the last person, Anna, from season 19, she was so, I was going to say, I was just about to say she's so good, but I'm about to, like, look up my tweets, because I feel like maybe I actually didn't like her. Like, uh, I actually watched, like, a small portion of last season because they had Housewives on it, um, and I liked her from what I saw. I didn't watch the whole season, but I liked her from what I saw. I'm looking up right now what I've said about Project Runway on Twitter. Hmm, apparently I didn't hashtag it. How stupid of me. But I remember it must not have been her. I Okay, so I I take back what I just said, and I do think I liked her, but there was somebody I remember um, going back and forth with about Project One Ray on Twitter um, during the last season, and I was like, how is this girl still here? I don't understand, and um, maybe it was her, maybe it wasn't. I'll find out, <laughs> but yeah, I know she made it far. I do know that. I just can't remember my feelings towards her. But overall, I think this was a great cast, and I loved the first challenge. What they did for the first challenge was that they had to recreate the design that previously got them eliminated, or if they made it to um, the finale, it was the design that they had the lowest score on. And I just loved that. I thought that that was just the greatest first challenge for an all-star season. Um, I love that they had to recreate something that was, like, not great for them. Um. yeah I just I really liked it I did too and I like seeing all the old designs and I like didn't some of them say like oh we recreated it because they didn't still have some mm -hmm. of the older yeah I like that yeah which was really interesting to me that they had some of them because 
in my mind, the designers got to keep their designs, but apparently not. I remember you're giving me a memory of when I was in college, uh, my friends and I went to Rockefeller Center because they had some of the designs. I don't even know what season it was. It had to be like season three or four um, on display at Rockefeller Center. And we we went there specifically to go see them. <laughs> That's funny. That's cool. Um, okay, so Kane lost his fabric. Like, they go to Mood, and he loses his fabric, like, right away. And it's the main part of his dress. So, initially, like, I'm kind of worried. Yeah, definitely. We have I'm a few too, yeah. Um, yeah, so we have a few things going on. We have Kane. He's freaking out over his fabric. He's telling everybody about it. He even, like, goes to check the van. He's like, how do I check the van to see if it's still in there? I mean, I, I'm i feeling very sorry for Kane at this point. Um, but I think he really handled it well because he was like, all right, I'm going to do something else and, like, pivoted pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Most people he probably couldn't. Which, yeah, exactly, which proves why he's an all-star, honestly. Yeah um nora and karasan they switch um models because karasan really wanted a model who um kind of looked like her mom and the one that she was given was this white girl and nora was nice enough to offer to switch which i just thought was um super nice of nora and whitney watched the models go down the runway um, I just thought it just spoke, you know, very highly of her. Yeah, absolutely. So then we get to the twist. Oh, I, also, I also like that Nora didn't even bring that up. Like when they were like uh, debating the judges and everything, Nora didn't even say like, well, I switched my model. Because I think they made a comment even to her, like it ma the dress matched the girl's skin tone too much. Right. And she didn't even, like, say, well, I switched. Like, she didn't even throw that out there. So I thought that was kind of classy. I didn't even think of that. That is such a good point. Because that would have looked totally different on the other model. Yeah. I forget who's, I forget which judge said it. So we have a couple twists this season. Unlike any other season... First of all, one, there's no immunity this season. What are they usually immunity for? I forgot. So when you win, you get yeah. immunity for the next challenge. Oh, okay. Okay. Up until like the final six or something. It's like a long oh. time. Okay. Um, another thing that is very different is that each challenge they will have prizes and advantages for the winner of each challenge. And I think that that is kind of old school challenge. Yeah, definitely. So that's cool. Um, they've never really done anything on like that on Project Runway. I know there have been like a challenge a season or something like that, that it's like, this is the, they actually, they used to do, this is the Mary Kay um, challenge. And- yeah. They would get, like, this big Mary Kay thing and all this makeup and whatever. But um, that used to be, like, literally one episode. And now, now it's 
the whole show. So that's cool. So the winner of the first challenge gets $10,000. Another thing that happened, which I guess I probably should have mentioned before the twist, but I just kind of went in order of the episode, is that Bishmay is having a super hard time because um, his original garment he was making like for his sister with his sister in mind and um she was about to pass away but then she didn't pass away for a couple years and then she ended up passing away like a couple months before this filmed and so um he is just like feeling all the feels in the form of making this garment Um, he ends up being able to pull it together, and he's actually one of the three people that are on top. The three people on top are, um, Bishme, Kane, and Fabio. What do you think of these top three? Uh, Kane I loved, and I definitely thought that should have been in the top three, Bishmay, I, it just, I don't know. I didn't really like it. Did you like that? Okay, so here's what I thought about it. I didn't like it, and I didn't think it deserved to be in the top three. But if you look like at the two garments side by side, the old one and the new one, I do think it spoke really true to what the challenge was. Because you could yeah. see that it was a better version of the first one that he made, which is what the challenge was. And you're 100% right, because I had a big gripe that half the people didn't really, like, follow what I thought they were doing for the challenge. So, yeah, I I agree with you. So, would I have put him in the top three? No. Would he have been, like, four or five, maybe, because he did follow the guidelines? Was it really close to what he should have done? Yeah, it was exactly what he should have done. So, for those reasons, like, I get it, but it wasn't my favorite. Yeah, I didn't think so. Me either. The winner of this challenge was Kane. I loved his dress. Um, his dress was like this black dress and it had this white coat over it. And when you put down the coat, it actually wasn't a coat. It was this long like train and it was just beautiful. And to think that whatever, what like what he was going to do first who knows? It had till in it, but that's all we know, you know, but he really pivot and didn't make excuses and came out on top. And I feel like he's like a super strong contender for this season. Um, I honestly kind of expect him to make it to the final unless there's just like some like challenge that he just totally blows. Yeah, I I loved that look, uh, and I loved that it had like that big reveal of it turned into the skirt. That was really, it felt like classic Project Runway. It was a good move for the first challenge. Yeah, I loved it. So my was- other favorite that didn't even make the top three was Anna's. I really liked Anna's dress too. They had some good ones. Yeah. Um. Okay. So in the bottom we had Nora. 
Victor and Carson. So I'm instantly like heartbroken because we have our two season one people here. And I didn't even I know like the point of it, you know. Hated it. Oh, it was too bad. But I knew right away that who was going to be leaving and that it was going to be Nora because of the screen time that she got. I felt the same way. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, come on, Victor's outfit is horrible. Send Victor. Send Victor, please. Because I don't know him. Right. Um, And I just wanted to save Nora. But, I mean, her dress wasn't good. And it seemed like she was, like, way over her head with this. So, it's fine. I was sad, but it's fine. But, I mean, kudos to her for trying. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, what was your favorite design? I, I thought my favorite was Anna's, to be honest with you. But Kane, between Anna and Kane, it was very close. But I, I, I thought I liked Anna's a little bit more. Can you remind me a little bit about what Anna's looked like? I'm not. Oh, my God. I'm so bad at describing. <laughs> um, it was a long dress. It was black. So, I don't know. I'm bad at, I'm bad at describing. I'm trying to see if I can pull up a picture. Um. Okay. So, my favorite design was Laurence. She has this black leather jacket with this, um, these black pearls on the shoulders. And it has this cutout back and these, like, white pleated satin pants. And I just thought... She's back. I'm excited. I love this look, and I can't wait to see more. Yeah, I like that one, too. I like that one a lot, too. Um, Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. Besides, it was long and black, and it had, like, a floral print underneath it, but it was, like, covered up with tulle and all these, like, I don't know. I thought it was really pretty. I long think what you're talking about now. I just think I like her style because even what I saw from her last season, the few episodes I saw, I like I like her style. So, well, that's good. Well, that's really good. I'm excited for this season. Um, is there anything else you want to say about Project Runway before we move on to our next show? No, not no, that's good. I'm ex- I'm excited to watch. I haven't watched in a very long time a full season, so I'm excited. Good. Me too. Um, I'm just excited that it's back. So the next one, the next show we're going to be talking about today is Temptation Island. Temptation Island is a show that if you're not watching, you should be. It is one of, in my opinion, better reality TV shows out there. It is such a mess in all the great ways. So we have our couples. We have Maricela and Christopher. Maricela is 24 and Christopher is 30. They've been together for about two years. We have Caitlin and Hall. Um, Caitlin is 31. Hall is 35. They have been together for eight years and engaged for one. Vanessa and Roberto um have been together for about a year vanessa is 34 and roberto is 24 so there's a bit of an age difference there 
And then Paris and Great um, have been together for a year and eight months. Paris is 23 and Great is 25. Mm-hmm. So we have our first bonfire like immediately after the first group, the, 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 the group they talk with Mark. And basically what we find out at the bonfire is um, why they're there. So I can't believe Mark is still hosting the show. He still looks pretty good. I This is another show. I watched like the first season way back in the day. I don't know. It had to be like the year 2000. It had to be so long ago. Long time ago. Um, so for him to still be hosting, he still looks pretty good. All right. Go Mark. Yeah. And him on like social media, if you follow his Instagram, he'll like post these stories sometimes where he's trying to talk about Temptation Island. And it's just so funny because I feel like he's like too old for Instagram, but like still tries. Okay. I got to follow him. Thank you for that hot tip. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so Caitlin and Hall. It was Caitlin's idea to go to Temptation Island. And um after about three years, they've been they're the couple that's been together for eight years, right? They've been engaged yeah. for one. So after about yeah. three years, Paul breaks up with her for about a year and a half, but then they get back together. And so she was super excited to get engaged. And is happy to be engaged, but she doesn't feel excitement towards getting married and planning a wedding, which is kind of a big deal when you're engaged. Well, I thought it was very interesting how she like couldn't even verbalize why they broke up. And then he said something like, oh, I wanted to date other people, right? Mm -hmm. I thought that was very interesting. And then she's like, and look, now we're here. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I like them as a couple. I kind of want them to break up. Is that bad? No. I mean, statistically speaking, only one of these couples will stay together. <laughs> okay. All right. Then they can break up. I don't I don't I'm not I don't break up. But honestly, I kind of want the other <laughs> three to break up. So we'll actually see. yeah, look at this list. I want them all to break up. <laughs> oh well. Sorry. Um, so Vanessa and Roberto, their issue is like, oh, one of our issues is that we have this huge age gap. Well, no shit. You're 34 and he's 24. I'm sorry. Like, I know age gaps can work. I know that people date people that are a decade older than them. I get that it can work in some situations, but I think for the most part, that doesn't work. You're in two different stages of life. Well, in this situation, it's not going to work because she has very high expectations that a 24-year-old man cannot meet. I can tell you that right now. Yes. And that was the other issue is all of her standards. She's like, well, it's my standard. It's what I expect. It's what I want. Well, that's fine. But guess what? This guy is not what you want then. Then you got to go date a 44-year-old or a 54-year-old or a 60-year-old, <laughs> not a 24-year-old. Yes, exactly. So then we have, I'm actually really excited because I'm going to watch Temptation Island as soon as we get done po podcasting. So I'll be ready for the next episode. <laughs> but um, so then we have Christopher and Maricela. Their relationship is a roller coaster. Both are very um, 
controlling, they communicate differently. And Christopher, I think on like two or three different occasions, multiple times, referred to himself as a respectable whore. Oh, God. They're toxic, toxic couple. This is a toxic, toxic couple. Whatever that means. Like, this couple's not staying together either. <laughs> nope. And then we have Paris and Great. And Great is, like, basically the worst person on the show. Or at least based off <laughs> of the first episode. <laughs> so I don't have high hopes for them either. <laughs> I, I think she's awesome. I think she's, like has a good head on her shoulders. She can clearly communicate what she wants. She said she wants to start a family young. She wants to, you know, she clearly could communicate, you know, her expectations for this relationship. And this guy just seems like a doofus. She's got to move on. Yes. Yeah, I agree. So they have like these, she talks a lot about her culture and people getting married, like very early on, having children very early on. So it's like a cultural personal like expectation difference that these two are having yeah Um, we find out that great has cheated more than one time um paris feels disrespected and unwanted so honestly i almost feel like caitlin and hall have the best shot and i don't like that i don't like them together at all i don't know that's hilarious i don't really like them that much together either but I thought that about Sherry and shoot, what was her man's name? Javen? I can't remember. That uh, last season? Uh, not last season. The season before, I believe. Oh, okay. But they um, but they were together for a really long time. They fought at the first, on the first episode. You thought for sure they were going to be the couple to break up, but they're the ones that um, end up getting engaged and are still together to this day. Oh, okay. Oh, looks like Abby's here to join us. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, Abby. Hi. So we talked all about Project Runway while you were gone. We figured oh, that perfect it. since I haven't watched it. Yes. And then we just moved on to Temptation Island a little bit ago. We have talked about each of the couples, the first bonfire, and why they're there and what their problems are. Do you have any thoughts on these first four cup four couples that we have? Oh my god, they're all doomed. That's what we just said. (laughs) (laughs) So find one to root for. And I don't think we could really find one to root for. Yeah. It's funny. Um, We'll see how that changes throughout this season or if it does. I have a girl I'm rooting for. I think as just with the first episode. Okay. It's Paris. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, she's definitely one of the girls I'm rooting for. I typically don't root for the guys anyways, but um, I, I really feel, yeah, I think she's really the main one that stood out to me. So they all stay together in the men's villa, and they meet the singles together 
all the singles and the couples interact at this party. What did you think about that interaction that they had? That was crazy. Awkward. So, at the very end, we find out that one of the problems between Maricela and Christopher isn't just that their relationship is a roller coaster. It isn't that they're both controlling. It isn't that they communicate differently. It's that Christopher keeps bringing up and brings up in front of the whole group that Maricela doesn't want just a boyfriend. She wants a boyfriend and a girlfriend at the same time. They came I think this is the first time that's happened on Temptation Island. Yeah, it is. Do you guys think they came on the show just to find the third person for their thruple? That's what I thought as soon as that, that came up. It seemed like he was like pitching the idea. I don't know. It was weird. I don't know, but I thought it was interesting that they had all of the singles interacting with all of the couples and then finding this out at the end. It made me wonder if they were like leading into because like if Maricela isn't is looking for a girlfriend, then all of the guys on the island aren't going to be the ones that she's theoretically looking for. She already has a boyfriend. She was looking for a girlfriend. So I thought that was interesting and wondered if that had anything to do with it. That's very be very interesting to see if she can only go on dates with men or they'll let her go on dates with women or what will happen there. Yeah, it's going to be interesting how it's going to play out. Because it seemed like that's... I don't know why they would have... I mean, and I know it was only at the end, but I felt like there was a lot of focus on it. And I don't know why they would have that much focus on it if it wasn't going to be an issue moving forward. Oh, I definitely think it's going to be a big storyline. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Also, he did her dirty because she said her parents don't know, her grandparents don't know, her family doesn't know, her friends don't know this thing about her, and he brought it up. And he just outed her on national television. Yeah, I exactly. So then, yeah, you're right. So if that's the case, then was she going, were they going to find a thruple if she didn't want it? to be outed on national TV? I don't think that was the goal. I don't know. If, I think that might potentially be an outcome, but I don't think that was. I think their goal might be different than production's goal. Gotcha. <laughs> um, okay, so do either of you have any like final thoughts on Temptation Island? Because I feel like the first episode, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you know how I know about, pre- how I feel about premieres. Um, it's just a big introduction. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy this episode very much. I much rather would have watched The Big D. I love that one so much more than this first episode. Okay, well, let's get started with The Big D. I just want to say I agree with that completely, which I thought would be the total opposite. I didn't even really want to... I was like, oh, the show, okay, I'll, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll, I was putting okay. it off, and Squaws in, in our group chat was like, I'm a, has anyone watched The Big D? I'm about to watch it. I'm like, shoot, I'm not doing anything right now. I'll watch it with you. And I really liked it. It was good. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. 
Me, I was very surprised that I liked it as much as I did. Okay, so let's dive into our six couples then. Can we call them couples? Six divorce. Divor- <laughs> six divorces. Twelve divorces. Yeah, Twelve. six pairs yeah. of divorces. Yeah, exactly. Twelve divorces. Um. Okay. So first we have Ariel and Blair. Now, first of all, I'm just gonna make note of this. Most of these people, they're they are recently divorced. It's not like they've been divorced for years and years. Right. This couple, for lack of a better term has been divorced for nine months and this is hilarious they divorced in my opinion because she moved to la to be an influencer yep that's what i took from it too and she's very open to getting back together uh, I think he had a major glow up from when they first started dating to where they are now. And I think he probably is not open to getting back together with her because he probably thinks he has like more options out there right now. Totally the vibe I got. Especially with like the setting of this show. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Our- oh, sorry. I have one point before. You know what I thought was interesting? I don't know. I guess maybe I didn't really read into the concept, but for some reason I thought it was going to be these these divorcees and it was going to be kind of like temptation island where this group of people were coming in i didn't know they were going to date each other yeah yeah that's kind of that's i find that to be a little awkward (laughs) very awkward it's very awkward but that's the point um so then we have dylan and jillian they were together for 16 years Wow. Okay. Remind me what couple are they? So they, um, blonde girl, right? Yeah. Mm hmm. Blonde girl and the guy who's kind of funny. And the guy ended up going on a date with Casey from the other couple. And she was about it. Okay. Okay. So Dylan and Jillian. They were together for 16 years and COVID got the best of them. They both lost their jobs and they divorced in 2020, which I just think is so sad. I can see how that would happen. Extremely stressful situation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it happened to a ton of people. So, I mean, I think it's kind of cool that they were able to find a couple that went through that for the show. And they are both open to getting back together. Um, our next couple is Alexis and Devin. They have been divorced for two years. And Alexis does not want to get back together at all. Um, is Devin the ex-athlete? No, I think that's the other guy. Let me look this up. Mm, I'm not sure if he was an athlete or not. But I do know that their family does not approve of them being together. 
Our next couple made me mad. I didn't like this couple at all. Oh. Casey and Brooks. They've been divorced for about six months, and Brooks wants to get back together every day, and she does not want to at all. And this made me really irritated because she made it so clear, episode one, that, like, she brought him there for her to be there. She had no intention of getting back together ever. And he had a lot of hope for them. And so I just felt really bad. So you were team Brooks. Yeah. I was too. I kind of was too. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Because I felt like that maybe that was an unpopular opinion because some of the girls I felt like were kind of bashing him. And I'm like... Dude, this girl like did him like dirty. Like, like I, so that dirty. was my take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was Team Brooks for sure. Okay. Um. Then we have Allie and Mims. They have been divorced for six months. Um. They got married because she was pregnant, and they were married for six years. They weren't really featured too much, but I think I liked her from what I saw. Our next couple is Dee Dee and, oh my gosh, I'm going to butcher this, Thuker? I don't know how to say his name. The car, maybe, I thought it was. The car? Okay. I think. So bad at names. I'm really terrible with names. I'm so sorry. Oh, he needs to go next. Yeah, well, he should have gone in the first episode. Exactly. Yes. hundred Thank you. He sh- yes. I mean, I'm kind of glad <laughs> that this went, though. Just because I felt bad for him. Because Casey was such a bitch to him. And, like, I don't know what their marriage was like. Like, they were married. Like, clearly they went through some shit. But, like, yeah. I didn't. She was was there for TV and I was mad. But um, back to Dee Dee and Duker. Um... They have been divorced for 10 months and they are open to getting back together. Well, he is. I don't know if she is. Well, I don't know. I think they both said it. Maybe not. Um, so each week, everyone will vote on someone who is not ready for a relationship. And that person will go home. They have Dr. Jada there, who is a relationship expert that will be helping them along the way. So the girl's goal for the first challenge was that they had to present their husband to the rest of the group. And the winners, it was based on how the girls presented their men. So Casey and Jillian were the two winners. Casey, who is very much so ready to move on, picks David to go on a date with. Jillian was going to pick David, which is her ex-husband. But Wait, what? 
name? Is it David? Because we called him Dylan before. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hold, I'm going to try to find out what his name is. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know when I, <laughs> I changed his name for him. <laughs> um, I want to say it was David, but I'm, I'm looking right now. Jillian. David? No. It's, it's Jillian's husband. Ex-husband. Mm-hmm. So she ends up picking Devin to go on the date with. They go jet skiing, and it's just like a fun little, fun little date thing. Okay, his name's David, and Mi fun fact, Mims's name is also David, which is probably why he's going by Mims. Interesting. Okay. So the power will switch back and forth each week with who has the power and who is going to be eliminated. So the first week, the girls have the power. Personally, I kind of wish it was the other way around. But if you went on a date, Devin and David are safe from elimination. So it's kind of between two guys, Brooks and the guy whose name I can't pronounce. Yeah, um, I think the, the car, the, the car, I don't know. Yeah. And Brooks gets eliminated. And I just, yeah, I just feel so bad for him. I mean, like, literally, like, they get there, and Casey's, like, auctioning him off. Like, who wants to date my husband, my ex-husband? It's like, I don't know. Girl, calm down. All she had to do, in my opinion, through watching this edit, if she really wanted him to stay, is all she would have to do was say, guys, I really want him to stay. He's a good guy. Let's give him a chance. Because Dee Dee was not really fighting to keep her man there. So she let him go very easily. And I thought he was very classy the way he handled that final conversation. I agree. Totally. So now that we've talked about our three new shows, there's one show that we have been talking about a little bit that Abby and Michelle have been keeping up on. I have not watched all of the reunions or the deleted scenes or any of that, but I know you have. So I wanted to give you two the opportunity to talk a little Vanderpump. I am about halfway through season six right now, so I'm catching up. I'm grinding away, but I'm not there yet. You're doing great. That's really good. Thanks. Um... I don't even know where to begin. I feel like the secret... Abby, did you even watch the secrets revealed yet? No, I haven't watched that part yet. I will just say, I actually think those episodes suck and they're just like mashed up clips. This one I thought was really good. It was really compelling. Oh, um, then I need to watch it. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I always skip secrets revealed. Me too. It's just like clips that didn't weren't good enough to make the show usually. But this one I thought... <laughs> It was actually interesting stuff. For example, they showed Katie and Schwartz in their house, like talking about their divorce. I don't. Why couldn't that have been on the main season? Like it was a pretty good clip. Um, then they showed Schwartz go on a date with this girl, 
um, that he apparently met on Hinge. I feel like they just cast some girl so they could film him going on a date, to be really honest. Um, it seemed a little forced and staged, but I still think they should have shown Schwartz dating. We got to see Katie dating. Um, I don't understand why we didn't get to see Schwartz's actual girl he was dating, that weird lady, Joe, that moved in with him. Why didn't we get to see that? Um and then a lot of Tom in Raquel clips too. It was pretty good. I I have no idea because I obviously am not there yet. But um, just based on what you said, it just reminds me on how and for the longest time Stassi kept talking about um, Patrick, 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 but we never we didn't see Patrick for many many episodes after she like started talking about him. So maybe it's like that where she just doesn't want to be involved. Uh, yeah, I think she probably doesn't want to be on the show. Um, and I also think Schwartz probably didn't want people to know because he never has said, that's my girlfriend. He always is like, oh, we're just casually dating. Meanwhile, they live together. That's not casually dating. Right. Uh, no, and he still um, hasn't admitted to it, right? And he just says they're like ca- casual or whatever. He's single. They're just casually dating. I don't know. He said he's such a fraud. I don't know. I can't say. Is he still on Mars? Or did it get kicked off? Do we know? Mm. Nah, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have to ask Swaz. Um, Swaz will listen to this and then he'll text you. Oh, and then there was one more good clip that they showed, which is Tom and Ariana going on a date together. And he is just like, you look amazing. You look so beautiful. This is amazing. Like, like all over her, all about her. And it's already after he and Raquel's affair started. How does this man have the nerve to go on TV and say, like, our relationship was dead. Like, it was over. I tried to break up. We're seeing him in real time, like, trying to make their relationship work. He's such a liar. I mean, and I don't know, but it seems to me, just based on, like, things that I've been watching and the seasons that I've seen so far, Ariana and Tom have had issues since the beginning. One of the main storylines that I'm watching right now is about how they don't have sex. She doesn't want to have sex. She doesn't like to have sex. She has body issue, like dysmorphia, where she like she said in one clip that, like, if she ever wears shorts or a tank top, like, she has makeup over her entire body. And so, like, she clearly has some, like, confidence issues and, like, sex is clearly an issue that they have been having for a really long time. So I'm not excusing his cheating by any means, especially the prolonged affair. Um, but from a perspective of starting the show after knowing that this happens it's like in my opinion very clear that there were going to be issues down the line yeah yeah i think you're right and i think they tried to hide those issues for a really long time Mm -hmm. so in my opinion i don't know that it's necessarily him being fake i think he's being fake but I don't think he's being fake in the fact that it's like, um, oh, well, obviously, like, you guys were intimate. You were saying these things about her. I think that was what was fake. Those yeah. actions. 
yeah of love but i mean i could be wrong because i still got four seasons to go <laughs> yeah there's a lot of you have a lot of bad seasons coming up i'm sorry about that but it's okay you'll get through it um yeah. the jacks um britney thing is is pretty captivating honestly so that's jack's britney faith yeah the, the season six gets kind of good and then i think it kind of goes off the cliff for seven eight and nine gotcha okay yeah so what i'm watching right now is is enjoyable i'm i'm glad you guys made me watch this it's it's um it's a fun show good i'm glad abby did you finish the reunion yeah, I did. Um, you know, I was really disappointed at like so many people coming at Ariana and Lala for bullying Raquel. You mean fans? For fans, yeah. Yeah, right. That girl sat up there with no remorse. I know. And she never once showed any. So of course they're going to be pissed. I this- I, everyone's like oh we're over it we're over it we're over it this was filmed like right after it happened so i think that's part of the disconnect i think that um it's really weird to be watching season six right now because i was just introduced to raquel and um one of the things that is kind of her storyline at this point where i'm watching is that She's the reason why James Kennedy is becoming a better man, which is so crazy to think like, oh, she's just this like little sweetheart, basically, is how they're making her out to be like his family loves her. Her family likes him like they're, you know, and it's just to know that this is how it ends is really it sucks, honestly. Well, one, I don't know how much of that was actually true about their families enjoying, liking each other, maybe at first. Mm-hmm. Two, I don't know what part you're on, but he cheats on her all the time. So he's not becoming a better man. Yeah. And she just and, believes him, though. And three, I did not like her from the start because I always thought there was something kind of off about her and I didn't buy the whole pageant sweetheart thing that was just me though I was just I was, gonna say I feel like that's kind of how pageant girls are like they just like have this like like they're like trained like they're they're like programmed to have these answers and I don't know I mean I just I feel like that's kind of how like Kaylin and um Hannah and like people from that were in the pageant world like on The Bachelor kind of were too yeah I didn't really like Kaylin either maybe I have a thing against pageant girls (laughs) I mean I I truly think that's just like I don't I don't know but I kind of feel like that's just the way they are they're just conditioned very early on to act a certain way and answer a certain way and have the right answers and that's just like that's the perception that I get from her anyway well I did not know till recently that Raquel's mom 
is actually her biological aunt. Okay. And her mom had kids. I think Raquel was the last one and her mom couldn't handle it. I don't know everything, but I mean, this poor girl mm -hmm. has got to have some abandonment issues. I mean, mm. she, she's, and I don't know if she knew her whole life that that wasn't her own mom or if she found out later in life. I don't know the dynamics of it, but that's got to screw with someone's head. Doesn't mean she's not a sociopath. I'm still, the jury's still out on that because it seemed like at the end of the reunion, she did show some remorse when in her last interview. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was very, that was like very hard to watch, right? It was, it was. So I know everyone wasn't excited about the big reveal, but I think, yes, we kind of all knew that, but it was her basically turning on Tom. Yeah. That's, Exactly. You just put it perfectly. The big reveal wasn't like, oh, the timeline or anything. It was like the big reveal to me was that she turned on Tom. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, and she said it herself. I mean, I did. I did watch that portion of it. Um, and she said herself that um, it. If everybody's mad at her and if she tells this, then Tom's going to be mad at her, too. And then who does she have? A very lonely, lonely place to be. Very. I feel bad for her. I, I, I don't feel bad for her because of her actions, but I feel bad for the situation that she is in. Because I feel like she made some really bad choices and she absolutely shouldn't have done it. But at the same time, there's some confidence issues going on there, especially like Oh, there's a whole lot of issues going on there. Yeah, I mean, even, like, back to season five, when Ellie, like, literally takes a picture of herself in bed with James, and then, she, like, it's circulating, and she knows about it, and she knows that Ellie's in the bed, and she still believes James that he didn't cheat on her or whatever. Like, she, like, she has to at least, like, kind of know. Like, she has... Confidence issues. She does. But then I had to play devil's advocate, and she probably didn't know, but she was just starting to get on the show. So stay with him, and okay. So I don't know to be this reality TV star. I mean, who, who knows with these people? So I don't know What's if this holds true the whole series or not. But so far in season six, the only person who has gotten on the show. Hook, because they hooked up with someone or whatever, dated someone, um, and then stayed on the show, is James. Everybody else, like, all of Sheena's boyfriends, all, you know, like, all of Stassi's boyfriends, everybody, all of Kristen's boyfriends, everybody that they show on the show, they're part of the show while they're together, but after they break up, they are no longer on the show, aside from the main cast. Like, obviously, like, Stassi and Jax. Like, that's different. They're both on the main cast. I'm talking about the people who got on the show because they dated someone who was on the show. The only person who has stuck around and be been a main character after said hookup or a relationship, whatever, is James, so far, that I've seen. Well, and Raquel. 
if she's on the next season. True. Because this was her first season after the engagement breakup. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah. even Brock, even Tina's husband got kicked out this season. <laughs> really? Yeah. He season stay, 10. Yeah. I hope he stays gone. He's so thirsty. I can't stand that guy. No. Oh, he's God. perfect for Sheena though, because she's thirsty too. Like they're a perfect couple. So those are my Vanderpump thoughts. So you know, I've kind of been out of the Vanderpump loop. I was obsessed with it for a while, and so the only. Only new interesting thing I saw is that at one of Tom's shows, he changed the words of a song that basically made fun of uh, Schwartz for no longer having a house and having a lawn to mow or something. Oh, so they really are on the outs. I think I think he was taking a dig. Yeah, I I think because he does that stupid Stacy's mom song, and I think he like changes to Schwartz's lawn or something, and like Schwartz no longer has a lawn to mow because he. Lives in an apartment. I don't know. So stupid. God, he's such a loser. <laughs> such a loser. I I can't take it. But I don't. I think he might because I, I also saw on TMZ he got really upset when the TMZ people were like, "Did you hear that Schwartz said he's done with you?" And he he was like really defensive. He's like, "Schwartz didn't say he's done with me. He said he's done with Scandal. That's not me. That's the scandal. He's not done with me." he's just done with scandal he got really defensive about it so i sense tension with them i really hope those two can work it out i mean i know that they have their issues but like they've been friends for forever it's it's very sad they went into a bar business together and sandoval has single-handedly well i don't know maybe it was going downhill before right. but single-handedly destroyed it yeah. like I wonder what Lisa thinks of the whole. Well, she's not involved with Sandy's and Schwartz and Sandy's. And they just have a very little bit. Of Tom Tom? Of Tom Tom. So I don't think she's that affected. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Does anyone, has anyone heard anything? Are they still together nothing's come out about that right Raquel and I have no idea yeah uh, uh I, there was rumors he was dating a girl in Texas but then that kind of died out and then there was the video of him on the plane calling her or texting her um but I haven't heard really anything about them since that wow do either of you have any thought, final thoughts on Vanderpump? Nope. Not really. Like, I'm glad the season's over. I needed a break. It was a little much. I, I really went hard. I really went hard. I went to Sir. I really went hard on the season. <laughs> <laughs> I need a break. I got a detox. You need a cleanse. That's funny. <laughs> I had to stop myself. At Tom Tom from taking a picture with the guy who broke Sandoval's penis pump. That's how deep I was. I almost went up to him to get a picture, but I stopped myself. I messaged you to that you had to do it. You ignored me. You ignored my great advice. I did ignore you. I, 
<laughs> I had to draw the line somewhere, and that's where I drew. <laughs> I'm like, keep making bad choices. <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay, so today we've talked about the Vanderpump finale. We've talked about Project Runway. We've talked about Temptation Island. And we have talked about the Big D. Next Monday, the Bachelorette starts. We have our Fantasy League that we are, will be running again this year. Um, I had I did the five custom scoring categories. So we can do MVP, LVP, honorable mentions for both. And we can do best dress too. So we can get some some extra scoring points in there for everyone. Um, but that starts on Monday. So we're five days away from that premiere. I'm super excited for Charity. I think she's going to have a great season. And then before The Bachelorette airs, because remember, they got bumped an hour. We have a show that Michelle has been watching that I'm going to be watching with her this season. And that is claimed fame so i'm very excited to start that i've never seen it before so we'll see what i think it was so good i loved it it was so good but this is the one show that i don't want any spoilers for like i don't want to find out who's related to who i just want to watch it and try to guess myself can you tell me a little bit about what the show's about i don't even know it's about uh, a cast of celebrity relatives um, and you don't know who they're related to and they have to play all these games. They're living in a house. They have to play all these games to try to figure out who each other are related to. And at the end of every episode, there's a guessing part where one person is the guesser and they have the opportunity to pick one of the people in the house and choose them and say, I think you're related to um James Vanderbeek or something it could be like any sort of celebrity could musician actor whatever and then that person either is related to that celebrity or they're not and the guest was wrong and their identity is ma maintained and the guesser has to go home so if you, you if the person guesses who your celebrity is then you have to go home but if they guess wrong then they have to go home interesting that sounds really good but it, the first season was so... I would even go watch the first season. It was so good. I loved it. Okay. There was oh only God. one. There was one. I won't spoil it, but there was one person on season one by just looking at their face. It was so fucking obvious who they were related to. I felt so bad for the girl. Wow. Well, <laughs> but everybody was like, oh, okay. This is like fun to guess and figure out. That's fun. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to that. So we'll I'll watch that before I watch Bachelorette on Monday. Awesome. Uh, I will be watching. Remember to make your teams. Yeah, I didn't do that yet. I was, you were talking about it and then I couldn't find, like in one of the chats and I couldn't find the link. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll find the link later. Oh, I can send it again. Yeah, please send it in wherever, in one of the chats, our text, whatever, and I'll join. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon.